Hello folks, it's good to have you joining with us today for another short devotional. Two little items with me, uh, pretty similar in size. One is a penny and the other one is a wedding ring. And of course, they're of differing values. One is very valuable and one is not all that valuable at all. Just a penny and then the wedding ring. And the value of the wedding ring is not so much in how much it costs that makes it valuable, but more so in what it represents. But there's two stories that I want to tell you that are closely related. Back in the 14th of May, 2021, an Australian diver called Susan Pryor was diving off Norfolk Island, just off the east coast of Australia. And as she was diving, she had a camera with her. Looking down through the water, she saw a little sand mullet, just a fish maybe four or five inches long. And around the sand mullet's head was somebody's wedding ring, valued at $1,000. That wedding ring evidently had been lost, maybe in the beach or over the side of a boat. And the little sand mullets, they feed in the sand and evidently it had flipped the little ring over, swam through it and got the wedding ring stuck around that little fish's neck. And one of the local papers recorded the headline, One Man's Treasure is a fish's trash. And whenever you see that little photograph, I'm sure you'll be able to find it if you do a Google search for it. This little fish with a $1,000 gold ring around its neck. Hard to believe that that could happen out of all of the thousands and thousands of fish in the water. One little ring and miles and miles of water and the little fish swam through the, the wedding ring and got the ring wrapped around its neck. But it reminded me as I saw that on the internet of a story in the Word of God. Just going to read to you from the last few verses of Matthew's Gospel and chapter number 17. And when they were come to Capernaum, they that received tribute money came to Peter and said, Doth not your master pay tribute? He saith, Yes. And when he was come into the house, Jesus prevented him, saying, What thinkest thou, Simon? Of whom do the kings of the earth take custom or tribute, of their own children or of strangers? Peter saith unto him, Of strangers. Jesus saith unto him, Then are the children free. Notwithstanding, lest we should offend them, go thou to the sea, and cast an hook, and take up the fish that first cometh up. And when thou hast opened his mouth, thou shalt find a piece of money, that take and give unto them for me and thee. And so the Lord says to Peter, take your fishing line, go down to the side of the sea, bait the hook, cast it into the water, and the first fish that you catch, bring it up, open its mouth, and you will find a little penny, a coin inside its mouth. It's a little bit like the story of the sand mullet and the ring around its neck. But of course, it was miraculous. It shows us certain things about our Saviour. It shows, first of all, that our Lord is all-knowing. He knew that down there in the depths of the sea, there was a fish that had a coin in its mouth. He's all-knowing. Simon Peter later on said, Lord, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. It also shows us that not only is our Saviour all-knowing, but he's absolutely sovereign. 
He was able to guide Peter and Peter felt that he was just throwing in the fish at a venture and picking his own spot at the side of the sea. But the Lord had it all controlled. He knew exactly where that fish was. He was able to guide Peter and Peter was ignorant of that guidance probably, but able to guide Peter right down to the very spot, able to guide Peter's hook right to the nose of that fish and see to it that no other fish took the bait and the fish that had the coin in its mouth was the one that would take Peter's baited hook. And furthermore, the Lord was able to guide that coin out of somebody's hand or purse or pocket, down through the ocean, able to guide that fish to the coin at the right time and somehow cause the fish to open its mouth and to take that coin in. Maybe the coin, if you're into fishing and you know what spinners are and spoons are and lures are, sometimes maybe as it went down through the water, it caught the light, the fish saw it, was attracted to it like a lure and got the fish or the coin stuck in its mouth. So we see that the Lord is all knowing, we see that the Lord is all sovereign, but we also see the Lord's humility. He asked Peter to go down and catch that fish because in the fish's mouth there was a coin. The Bible says that even whenever the Lord had to uh, answer a question about rendering unto Caesar the things which are Caesar's, he asks someone to give him a coin. The Lord became so poor. Second Corinthians chapter 8 and verse number 9. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. How that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that thee, ye through his poverty might be made rich. What a wonderful saviour, one who was so high and so holy and so lofty, reigning and ruling in glory, coming into this world, robed in, sinful, in the likeness of sinful flesh, and yet lived a sinless life, became poor, went to a cross, and yet is all sovereign and all knowing at all times. And even that little fish was guided to that coin. The Lord is in control, friends, of the finest details in life. Not even a sparrow can fall to the ground without your father. He's able to provide for our needs. If you need a coin, he's able to provide for that out of the most unusual of circumstances. He's got, he's got everything under control. All of nature, all of creation, every little detail. And the Lord knows. May the Lord encourage you today, strengthen you and lead you and guide you. Thanks for joining us, friends, and we'll see you, God willing, next week.